0: what you do Jim shoes hey it's me i'm back i know i skipped a week um it was a lot going on my mom was in town and um i was trying to get some stuff situated you know the adults and stuff and yeah so i really had ran out of ideas to talk about y'all but welcome back to in real life with me your girl Shavai, and i'm gonna talk about <laughs> something very personal um i put out a poll for the people like i always do every week for the upcoming um topic and it was between knowing my story from atheist to christian and maintaining mental health and y'all really like by a landslide it was my story so i'm just gonna tell y'all how i got to know jesus my journey and yeah Um, let's just get started with the beginning so in the beginning (laughs) I did not grow up in church at all Um, I had a family my mom believed in God my dad I believe he believed in God but he grew up Roman Catholic Um, so you know we just we was that family that went to church sometimes on easter and christmas um but we didn't go to church faithfully i did not grow up in the pews i wasn't a pew baby none of that right um so but when i was younger i had um i had a bible and i would read the ten commandments and like try to keep them because i was like well i don't want to go to hell so maybe i should start memorizing these I kinda had my own relationship with God, sort of. I used to write in a journal a lot. It wasn't until high school where I made the conscious decision. Either it was the middle of middle the I'm sorry, the end of middle school or the beginning of high school where I did where I decided that I wasn't gonna believe in God or a God anymore. So, um I don't remember how long this lasted y'all. Maybe two years, maybe a year. But, yeah, I made up in my mind. Like, okay, the Bible was written by people. God, what's that? So I decided not to do that. My parents found out that I didn't believe in God. And my dad said he was going to put me out. And I'm like, sir, how are you going to put me out? I don't don't understand that. Like, I'm your baby girl. I'm your only girl. How are you going to put me out? I can't sustain life on my own. Like, you are still responsible for me. So, that's what happened. I believe my 10th grade year, my dad got saved. And when I tell you things shifted, they did. <laughs> Life shifted, honey, okay? It was like from zero to 100 real quick. My dad used to cuss a lot. And he just, that was the one thing that I remember the most. Um, Him just making that. Because a lot of people, side note, y'all know how people be like, I'm going to stop cussing. And it's hard for them to like... Stop cussing I knew something supernatural had to happen Because my daddy went from like Cussing every other word To not cussing at all And I was like Okay that's weird So we started going to church I didn't really have a relationship with God At that point I liked church sometimes But I didn't like the whole Okay y'all want to start dragging me to church When I'm in high school But I did start having, like, a few, I don't know. Like, it was just, like, a few little nudges from God concerning, like, the relationship that I was in and just a a little, those little itty-bitty nudges that you feel. But, you know, I was just like, okay, whatever. Um, I'ma live my life. So let's get to the juicy stuff, y'all. When I got to college was when God really started tugging on me. Like he was grabbing me by my shirt, (laughs) by the back of my shirt and just tugging me along. I don't know what it was, I don't know why, but I started like, people at my church went to college with me, I knew a few people from my church who went to college with me and um, I didn't really know that much about God at at the moment, but I felt like I should. So my friends, you know, it's your freshman. They were freshman and sophomore at this time, and it was. I was I was a little confused because I'm like, okay, well y'all know all of the scripture, y'all know these things, but y'all out doing this. Make it make sense, and I'm just being honest. This is no condemnation towards my fans. If y'all listen to this, um, this is just my story. But I just wanna make it clear that I wasn't getting it. I'm like, well, how do y'all know this? How are y'all speaking in tongues? How y'all praying all of this? But I know y'all, I see y'all, I live with y'all. I lived on campus my first year at Wayne. and it just it just didn't it just didn't make sense to me that you knew all of this about God but still was sinning doing things we weren't supposed to be doing. So um, it was hard for me, when I know those weekends that I was wilding out, to go to church on Sunday. It was really hard for me to do that. Like I felt like a hypocrite. So um, I just stopped going and decided that I was just gonna start having my own relationship with God first before I show up to church a lot. Um, yeah so this was this was the turning point sophomore year I have cultivated relationship with God at this point and I began dating this guy who didn't believe in God um but I really liked him and back then I'm thinking like well maybe if he just got to know like I'm that person where once you get to know me it's hard not to like me (laughs) I say this all the time like it's hard not to like me like i'm a great person right so (laughs) i started dating him and i liked him but it was always this elephant in the room as far as us talking about god because god is part of my vocabulary you gonna hear god you gonna hear jesus you gonna hear prayer you gonna hear these normal christianese words right and i just thought in my head that maybe if he gets to know me he'll like maybe I'm the person who's supposed to help him know God, you know, and then we'll be together, and then we'll, it'll be happily ever after and we'll have some beautiful kids <laughs> oh Shavin, let me tell you that um and it was it was just weird um I found myself at a breaking point, I remember um I was being grown well at least trying to be grown y'all y'all know I keep it a book I ain't gonna tell y'all details but just know that um I had spent a night with him and I left in the morning and I was like I can't do this no more God I can't do it now Nothing for real happened, but it was just the whole principle of the matter. I was very insecure with myself, and I always needed somebody's son to confirm that I was beautiful that I was pretty enough that I was woman enough, et cetera, et cetera and I was tired of finding my identity and people's sons, and I made the decision then, like, okay, God, I'm really gonna do this for real like i i'm really i'm tired I'm tired of being tired. And I'm really gonna do this for real. So that year, I got baptized, and um, I thought that life was gonna be great after that. <laughs> it's not that it wasn't, but it got a little bit more difficult. I looked up this guy on YouTube, and because I, I wanted to learn how to be like a like a a godly woman, right? from this point i'm like okay god i'm going to be this godly woman i'm gonna live for you and all of this stuff and um i looked up this guy on youtube and he had a sermon called the proverbs 31 woman and from there on i got hooked like i started watching his videos a lot and i reached out to him on instagram and we actually established like some type of friendship it was cool um he didn't live in Michigan, but we, we would keep in contact a lot. I would ask him questions, you know, theology questions and all of that. So we got cool and um I I was on this role, I'm like, I'm gonna live for God, I'm on fire for God and all this stuff. Um, so yeah, that that's what happened in my junior year, going into my junior year, I developed a, a student organization called V thirty one or Victorious Not Victorious, I'm sorry. Virtuous 31. And this was a group for girls that was supposed to be a safe haven for them, like a safe space. Sometimes I would teach. Sometimes I wouldn't. It just all depended on, like, where the Spirit led me. Um, And I just wanted a place for college women to just get together and really be themselves. Talk about Jesus. Talk about their strengths. Talk about their weaknesses. And just really be quote-unquote on fire for God um, because in college you a lot of people discover God in college but it's really hard to navigate through that because sometimes it's just you in the friend group and then you end up losing friends because they like well you didn't change you so holy you holier than now now and blah 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 and it's just like no it's not even that I just I really love God, discovered the love that God has for me. And I, I don't really want to do these things anymore, you know. So I wanted that space to be for them where they could find, you know, other girls who were on this journey as well. So I started that. And my first year, was it was up and down. I had I had to get myself out there. It wasn't until my senior year. I will say my fifth year because I had the student org for three years it wasn't until my fifth year and my last year where everything really started popping for real and um, this too by this time I'm getting kind of tired I'm getting kind of tired of living for God and I had been through a relationship that ended really badly <laughs> um, and I thought that that guy was my husband um, it was just a lot that had happened and I was tired. I'm like, God, I'm tired of doing the right thing. I'm tired of always being in my prayer closet going in. I'm tired of reading my Bible every day with nobody else doing it. I'm tired of teaching. I'm tired of mentoring. I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm uh, tired. Okay. And I decided on my own. I believe this was September of 2017. I had to check. It was September 2017, and I was like, all right, I'm tired. God, what's going on? So um, I decided to study Jesus on my own, like start over with the gospel. Who is Jesus really? And I started getting this revelation of God's grace um, during that time. On the other hand, God is funny because my friend, shout out to you, Drew. He's been on this podcast. Love you, dog. Um, he he was having the same type of experience as well. We weren't even talking about it, though. And he sent me this video of this guy named Paul White who was talking about righteousness 101. I think that's what it was called. And when I tell you that video changed my life because it was, it was, coinciding with my own studying that I was doing, I was realizing that like my righteousness is not in what I do. It's because of my position. God has called me to be holy because of what Jesus did. Everything that Jesus is, I am because he went to Calvary. He was the sacrifice for me. So I thought I had a very legalistic relationship with God, a really legalistic theology for the first couple of years of my walk with God because I'm thinking like I gotta do this I gotta do that, I gotta do this every time I felt like I did something wrong I'm going to ask for forgiveness when God has already forgiven me through Christ and um I just felt weighed down because every night even on the nights that I didn't want to I would get in my closet and I would go in for God for like an hour and just be praying I would do these deliverance prayers and it was just a lot where I felt like I had to hold my family and my friends on my back So I was getting tired of this whole God thing. And when I had this revelation of God's grace and how like it's it's about resting in what Jesus did at Calvary and allowing the Holy Spirit to work in you and work through you and understanding your identity in Christ is the foundation of your relationship with with God. Um, That is what really changed my life, (laughs) y'all. that changed my life once i knew who i was in christ knew that i was forgiven at calvary he forgave my sins already i ain't got to ask for it all the time knew that i'm righteous in christ through christ i'm not righteous by what i do righteousness is right standing with god jesus what jesus did at calvary is what made is what makes me righteous um knowing that i am holy because holiness is not what you do either. It's a position that God has put you in. You are holy because Jesus was holy and Jesus took the sacrifice. He took sin. He took condemnation. He took guilt for you. And you died with him when he died on the cross. And you also rose with him in a resurrected life. I have The resurrection power of jesus christ living inside of me he lives inside of me he guides me he he instructs me he teaches me he molds me so that is what really changed my life and like really renewing my mind to that has helped me even in my moments where i feel like i'm not good enough sometimes or like all right god just said the wrong thing i got a big mouth uh (laughs) Um, I did the wrong thing, I'm thinking the wrong thing Like God was going on and it's just like No, you really have to renew your mind to who you are in Christ So that when you know who you are Then you can go out in the world And be that And be light And be um, love And allow people to see God through you Because God's grace should be shown Through us Um, God is not expecting perfect people He's expecting loving people, people who extend grace to people, people who extend mercy, people who extend love, who, who listen to other people and not just go straight with the finger and judging people. Like that's what God wants us to do. And, um, that is how you glorify him in the process. You really receive his love. And once I understood that receiving his love is how you project it out that changed my life (laughs) that changed my life child let me tell you so in this process was when you know um i think i had had my rev not my revelation but i think i had given over my body dysmorphia issues to god before i had this revelation of christ i don't remember what the order was but um all of these things started happening around the same time so I'm coming to be okay with who I am as far as like my body image what I look like, on top of the fact that I'm getting this revelation of God's grace and what who Jesus really is because he is grace, and you know Jesus is the image of God um you can't know God without jesus he 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 was the image he was the he was the example of who God really was um because most people know Old testament God and <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast but I that's that's how I got to where I am now so right now I'm just really renewing my mind to that walking day by day with God um I went from one to two years of really just and plus even when my dad got saved it was I kind of had a relationship with God but not really you know I was going to church I didn't it's not that I disliked church it was just that like I had to have my own moment my own encounter with Jesus in order to be where I am now like my dad has had his encounter I had to have my own and that's that was about sophomore year of college where I was like okay I think God is real and I feel led to share this news with everybody um I fought the whole teaching being bold aspect for a really long time <laughs> um now i have accepted it but yeah everybody who gets saved is not called to minister and teach and all of that but i know that's that's something that god has gifted me to do and to be really relatable and real to our generation so that is my story y'all i mean i don't know if it was exciting as y'all thought it was gonna be but <laughs> that is what happened next week i will be talking about mental health um because that was the losing poll and we are gonna talk about that get into depth about that again i appreciate y'all listening to this podcast i'm so thankful for people um who have been reaching out and you know saying what they liked about the podcast and i'm just really surprised that y'all actually wanted to listen to me talk but i'm very thankful and i always pray that it even if it's just one person who listens that it touches you please subscribe to my podcast and share it and like it and yeah if you feel free to give me any ideas i am here for it and i will talk to y'all next week peace